Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. A lot to get to today. A lot of fun planned for this episode. Real quick, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, as well as Blake Street Tavern. Just a ton to get through. I just got done shooting the video. I haven't done the editing yet, and it has to do with the combine we'll get into that here in a, f- a few minutes that's going to be one part of the headlines i don't know why i told you that now it's so exciting to do videos but i don't the re- i guess the reason why i'm telling you is i don't really work well with others at times my my creative juices don't always don't always peak when i'm with other people whereas when i'm by myself i just think of just dumb random things and then it usually works so fingers crossed this video turns out but you know what we need to do right now let's go ahead and do it let's jump into those headlines let's go let's go and now here are the headlines <laughs> i have mixed feelings about this i'm not sure how i should really feel there's a story coming out and as of right now it's rumors but hey if it's true, it's going to be interesting to see. Tom Brady, allegedly, this is a big alleged story. And even if it turns out to be false, it's fun to think about. <laughs> Tom Brady allegedly wants to not go into Fox Sports this first year, the 2023 season, as a broadcaster, because he wants to pursue his dream of being a stand-up comic for a year. I don't think this is true, but if it is, if there is a glimmer of truth in this, everything I've seen, he's not a funny guy. I could see Peyton Manning do it, and and, and he would have that really dry delivery. And I think I think Peyton between the two would be funny. But that being said, I've never hung out with either of them. I almost punched. Peyton Manning in the nuts with a microphone once told that story because some chick came up behind me as I'm in a audio scrum and he's right there in front of me on a podium and some lady bumped my elbow and it shot my hand that was holding the microphone and it got about an inch away from from his junk. <laughs> and I want to say it was like Arnie Stapleton of the AP. Somebody like that was right next to me to my left and they and he and I both looked at each other and we both gave a weird look like, oh, my God, that was close. Because <laughs> I would have been I would have been trending. Let's just say that I'd still be trending because that would be insane. But anyway, I guess circling back to that, I, I don't know them well enough to determine whether they'd be good at stand up or not. But based on everything I've seen and his presence, Peyton Manning is the clear winner because he's out everywhere doing commercials. He seems like a funny guy. But Tom Brady does not seem like he'd be a funny dude. I could be wrong. He could be hilarious, and I have no idea. I've worked with a lot of former professional football players. There's people that are funny, but nobody that I know that would be stand-up. Like Mark Schlereth, he's a hilarious guy. But I couldn't imagine him doing a stand-up routine. I do know one stand-up comedian, John Davis, and... He, what's funny is you talk to him off air. He's a funny guy. You would never expect him to be a great stand-up comedian, but I've heard some of the sets and I'm like, he's pretty fucking funny. So I could be wrong, but it would be just interesting. And, 
and you kind of hope. As somebody that got, you know, the wrong end of the Tom Brady era as a Denver Bronco fan, I'd like to see him fail, <laughs> right? You, you kind of hope if this rumor is true that Tom Brady wants to be a stand-up comedian for a year of his life, you hope he fails. As a Denver Bronco fan, you hope he 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 goes out there and he just gets burnt to the ground and just goes, ah, I fucked up. I fucked up. <laughs> There's a lot of people that are, like Brendan Schaub, he's not that funny. He's probably funnier than me, but it's just like I've, I've seen some of his stand-up and I'm like, yeah, you know what? Just because you have friends that are comedians doesn't mean you should be a comedian. Now, that being said, it takes time for these guys to develop a stage presence and a routine and, and figure out what works and what doesn't. So I shouldn't really critique comedians because I could never do a stand-up routine. It just it 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 seems extremely difficult, and you got to have a thick skin. You look at somebody like Bill Burr and all these other guys, and they just go out there and they do not give a shit. They do not give a shit because they they know that they're fucking hilarious and they don't care if somebody doesn't think they're hilarious. So it would be interesting. Let me know if you think if there's somebody out there in the NFL world or sports world that you think could be a good stand-up comedian, let me know. You can hit me up on my socials at DeHuff Podcast or you can just send me an email DeHuffOnCensored at gmail.com. I'd like to know. I'm, I'm probably missing somebody. I just, I don't know. Who would be really good? And, and like I was talking about before, kind of going back with the NFL thing, the NFL Combine's about to start up. And it's always interesting to me as somebody that used to work in the sports radio world is how excited some people get about dudes in their underwear lifting weights and running routes and just seeing how fast they are. And it's just it really doesn't tell you how good of a football player they're going to be. I think if anything... They have those player interviews that they do that are off the record as far as for the public goes. I think those are probably the most beneficial because you get to know somebody and you get to ask them weird, funky questions and be and see how they react to it. Now, that being said, there's been stories coming out in the past about Sometimes teams ask very inappropriate and unprofessional, unprofessional questions, asking people about their sexuality and stuff like that. That that holds no relevance to being a football player. You like to suck dick? Fine. Can you catch a football? That's even better. <laughs> right? It's like, who gives a shit? Anyway, so that it's going to be interesting. If you're tuning into Sports Talk Radio this week and, and next, it's going to be a bunch of People talking about who ran the 40, and now now my draft board's changed. <laughs> Why? Because he's fast? Yeah, he. you should have seen the routes he was running. With no defenders? Yeah, okay, sure. Chick-fil-A has banned children under 16 without an adult? Well, not really. Yes and no. There's one Chick-fil-A that did it, and that's in Royers Ford, Pennsylvania. And the restaurant said school-aged children were being dropped off by their parents at a nearby bounce park, and the kids would eventually make their way to the Chick-fil-A. And management outlined unacceptable behaviors, which have been common with the groups of unsupervised children, including loud conversations with explicit language, like saying shit, fuck, cock, bitch, ass, cunt, 
stuff like that. Trashing the restaurant and its restrooms, uh, disrespecting employees and conducting other unsafe behavior, including walk through, walking through the parking lot and drive through lane. I, I'm not against Chick-fil-A on this. That, that sounds ridiculous. This is also what they, they wrote in a statement on Facebook. They said, to those unaccompanied children and teens that have visited us and acted appropriately, we thank you. But we also apologize. Due to the numerous extreme behaviors of many of your peers, we must make a blanket rule covering anyone under the age of 16. Children and teens are learning to navigate the world free from supervision and often push the boundaries. We simply can't let them push those boundaries anymore at our restaurant. We encourage you to talk to your children and ask about behaviors they have seen and perhaps participated in. I'll, I'll tell you this. I've seen that before, not on that level. God, never on that level. I, that would fucking piss me off. But as somebody that used to, used to work in restaurants, there were a lot of teenagers that would come in and they were just assholes. But for the most part, they weren't that bad. It was usually I had more issues with the adults, ironically, or the really small kids that would, the parents would buy them a burrito bowl with rice. And then after they left, you see this just big old pile of fucking rice on the ground and on the table. And you're like, really? You didn't even bother to try to clean it up off the table. Fucking dicks. Anyway, I get where Chick-fil-A is coming from. And could you imagine going into that restaurant as a customer? I wouldn't want to go in there. Be like, no, there's a bunch of dickhead kids running around there. I don't want to go in there. Fuck. I'll just go somewhere else. I'll go to Taco Bell to get bubble guts for the rest of the evening. Uh, yeah. And, and as a parent, that would piss me off if I found out my kid was doing this. Be like, wait, we drop you off at that. First of all, they said they drop them out off at a bounce park. What the fuck is a bounce park? Oh, yeah. Okay, a bounce park. I get that. But anyway, so... I, hey, we drop you off there, and you're going around acting like an asshole? Are you one of the assholes? Most likely your kid's an asshole if, if you drop them off at that bounce park and they end up going to that Chick-fil-A. Your kid's a little shit, and you need to teach them some lessons. Okay, make them scrub the toilet with a fucking... Go ask them, ask Chick-fil-A, Mike, is my kid one of the assholes? Okay, he's going to scrub the floors with a little tiny brush as discipline and to learn to teach people or to interact with people with respect, man, that would piss me off if I found that out. And like I said, it would also piss me off if I was one of the, uh, customers trying to go there be like, dude, I'm craving a fucking chicken sandwich, which they have the best chicken sandwiches out there. Oh my God. Although one of my listeners, Paul, Paul, who lives in the Broomfield area, said that he went to a Chick-fil-A and they had that cauliflower instead of chicken sandwich. And he didn't have good reviews on it. He said it was just mushy. And as somebody that has tried to, we'll do the cauliflower hot wings type of thing where you just douse it in butter and Frank's Red Hot and, and all that stuff. And no matter what you do, it's really hard to get all that moisture out of the cauliflower. So I don't, they, it seems like they need still need to work on it. But that being said, the flavor 
that I've had is pretty good. So if they can figure out how to not make it so fucking mushy, that could be good. I'm going to try that. I'm hoping to try that this week. Try the Chick-fil-A uh, cauliflower sandwich. See if it's any good. Because maybe maybe Paul had a bad experience. Maybe somebody didn't know how to do it, and they're still learning. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. Can't wait to... I, I'm going to try it. And if they can get it crispy and not mushy, I think it would be a home run. And we got more coming your way, but first... Make 2023 the year you beat Vegas. Superbook Sports gives you the chance every week to go head-to-head with the best odds makers in Las Vegas. There's no fancy computer algorithms. There's no guys across the pond setting the lines for American sports. There's just the best team of odds makers in the business behind the counter at Superbook in Las Vegas. Plus, Superbook features some of the best odds boosts and promo bets anywhere. So go ahead and download the Superbook Sports Colorado app right now, or you can visit Superbook.com and start your battle against Vegas right now. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions, and if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Fellas, as you know, it's all about size. Nobody's bigger than we are. We have 18,000 square feet and three bars under one roof. Add it all up, and you have Denver's best football bar. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches football. I was looking around on the internet this morning for some just interesting stories. There's always weird stories out there. And this one popped up. And really, all you need to know is the headline, because you can just make your own conclusions on this one, because it doesn't really matter. what the little details are. A woman tried to run her boyfriend over after he ate one of her chips. That's according to the police department. I have never, never ate chips that were so freaking good that I, that if somebody stole one, that it would make me flip my lid and try to run them over with a car. And everything I read about this story is they're still together. Really? Really? Dude, she tried to run you over with a car because you ate a potato chip. Really? You could do better than that, bud. Come on. Now, that being said, it made me start thinking. I was like, what are some things that I would, you know, would set me off? If somebody stole, have you ever had Nutty Buddies? Oh, my God, Nutty Buddies are my favorite. You can get like a pack of like eight of them and... For like two bucks, two fifty over at King Supers. Oh my God, that's delicious, Nutty Buddy. If you've never had one, it's a diabetic's nightmare because it's so delicious. You'd want to eat the whole fucking thing. Oh, looks they're so good, so good. And at first, nobody in my family liked them, so I would buy them, and knowing that nobody else would eat them, and I'm like, this is great. This is this is Dad's treat. Nobody likes them. Then one day, my son eats one again. Because the first time he ate it, he's like, nah, I don't like it that much. Then he ate it again. Probably because somebody at a school had one or something like that. Then it changed his mind. And he's like, oh my gosh, these are great. I'm like, damn. Okay, it's fine. It's just one. Just one person. Then my daughter, the other day, I had bought some. And I come downstairs and I'm like, what are you eating? And she's like, nutty buddy. <laughs> and she had this funny laugh going on. And I'm like, oh, those were dads. 
She's like, I know, but they're delicious. I'm like, damn it. So as of right now, three-fourths of the family, it used to be one-fourth, but now three-fourths of the family enjoy them. And I'm afraid, guys, I am so afraid that my wife is going to go, you know what? These are pretty good. And then I'm like, fuck, I got nothing. I got nothing. I will say this as far as chips go. I, I love ruffles. Ruffles are my jam. I love ruffles. Or any kind of wavy lays or anything like that. Those are good. Also, the Doritos Sweet Chili. I think that's what it's called. They're the purple bag. And you can hardly find them anywhere. But they are the best. The best Doritos by far. I love those. Those are so good. If there's a... If there is a treat out there, a sweet, a salty, whatever it is, if there's one of those out there that you would get, maybe not run somebody over with, but it'd make your blood boil over if somebody took one without asking, what would it be? Let me know at the Huff Podcast on my socials or Uncensored at gmail.com. I'd be curious to find out. This is gross. I, n- I never understood why people would do something like this at a restaurant as somebody that worked in the restaurant industry for quite some time before I got into radio. And even while I was in radio, a McDonald's customer found a bite had been taken out of her McSpicy burger. Why would you do that at a restaurant? Why would you do that? And she showed the picture and it is clearly a, a human mouth bite. I just don't understand why you would think that that's a good answer. Like, I, I, I just want to fuck my life over. Because at that point, you can get in a lot of trouble for that. I don't know if there's any legal thing. You're, you're, but you're going to be forever the guy that got fired from McDonald's for eating part of somebody's sandwich. It's like, that's, that's your legacy. <laughs> Why'd you leave McDonald's? Well, <laughs> I was hungry, and I saw this big spicy burger in front of me, and I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to eat that. You dumb fuck. I, listen, sometimes you just got a bunch of morons on your staff. If you're wherever you're working right now, if you can quietly, secretly look around at your fellow employees and go, yeah, that one, that one. There's always that one where you're just like, Ugh. Golly, man, that guy was beaten with a stupid stick, wasn't he? <laughs> my, whoa, my God. <laughs> right? There's always that one. You're like, you just don't know what they're going to do. And if you look around, and this is kind of a cliche joke, but if you're looking around and you can't find that one person that looks like they've been beaten with a stupid stick, maybe get a mirror because it's probably you. <laughs> That's the way I, that's what happens to me when I work at places. They're like, I'll be like, ah, there's not very many dumb people around here. A lot of smart people. Ah, shit. I'm the dumb one. Fuck. Fuck. (laughs) I posted a video on Instagram yesterday on my Instagram stories. And it was just me saying something. And then I just make myself laugh. And I just said something to the effect of like I I make my I make myself laugh or something like that, or I think I'm funny, something stupid like that. And then like Mile High Life made some comment about like yeah the Huff the Huff's the funniest guy he knows or something like that. Like the Huff is one of the funniest guys out there. 
if you ask him. I'm like, that's kind of a dick thing to say. I'm going to blame Anilo for that one. Or Jeff. Okay? Dicks. Come on. Fuck off. Anyway, hope you guys are having a great day. And I, I'm going to put together that combine video, unless it sucks. You know, sometimes you do something like that, and you're like, nah, you know, it's better not to post it. When in doubt, don't send it out. By the way, I saw something that TikTok is getting closer and closer to getting shut down. They've been saying that for years, but it looks like that it, it's possibly going to happen, which would be funny because I'm starting to get a lot more traction on TikTok, and it would be my luck that all of a sudden I would explode on TikTok for something, and like I'd get a bunch of followers or, or something on TikTok and about to make money off of it, and then then it would get shut down. <laughs> be like, really? Come on. God damn it. By the way, you can follow me on all my socials at Duff Podcast, whether it is TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, or even Twitter. Find me at Duff Podcast. Sometimes I post different things on different on the different platforms, so make sure you subscribe to all of them. Do it. Do it. And sometimes Sometimes I get naked on there. I don't. I don't. I don't. By the way, real quick, behind the behind the curtain, I uh, did that combine video today, and I debated: Do I do it in my underwear? Do I do it in the underwear? But then I was like, ah, I can't find any tube socks, <laughs> so because I, I was going to do it. And then I'm like, no, no, it's a little much, especially because I'm by myself. It just would be weird. Maybe I'll re. Maybe I'll recut. I tell you what. If I get enough people saying tube sock, if you just send me a message that just says tube sock, whether it's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, if it just says on any post, tube sock, <laughs> if I get enough of them, if I get about 30 of them, then I'll do it. But otherwise, I'm not going to I'm not going to do it. You guys can force my creativity, okay? And my perversions. Anyway, I hope you guys have a great day. Remember, you can, like I said, follow me anywhere on social media at DeHuff Podcast, or you can chat me up at Uncensored at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much. I truly appreciate it. It's the last day of February. I'm going to be running those numbers, and I'm very excited. So make sure you listen to all the episodes. Catch up if you can, and make sure you share it with your friends if you're able. And if you can, give it a nice review wherever you're listening. Thank you so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. You guys are amazing. I truly appreciate you guys, as well as Blake Street Tavern. If you haven't done it, you need to go check them out. They're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Always a great time at Blake Street Tavern. I need to do an episode down there so we can all hang out and grab some food, watch some sports, and just have a good old time. Again, Blake Street Tavern, 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Like I said, amazing food, amazing atmosphere, amazing people. Thank you guys so much. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.